0: Zigzag and One, a place where we honestly discuss how to embrace the zigs and the zags in our crazy lives. Running away is not an option. Living in defeat is not an option. Instead, learning how to keep moving forward is what we'll do together. One nugget of wisdom at a time. Your host is Melanie Brown. She's navigated a few zigs and zags in her life with the determination to never give up. Expect great stories and lots of laughs. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello friends. Thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Zigzag and One podcast. I'm your host, Melanie Brown. I absolutely love spending time with people who are passionate about overcoming life's tough challenges. My guest today, Ron Green, is definitely one of those people. He's a husband and a dad of six. When I heard that he had six kids, like, that totally blew my mind. Two is a lot to manage in our household. And he's an overcomer who is working hard to equip young adults with the tools to overcome the hardships in their lives. This guy isn't sitting on the sidelines wishing someone else would do something. He's actively in the fight and having a huge impact. Join me for my conversation with Ron Green. Hey, Ron, I am extremely excited that you are here today. I saw you on my friend Stacy's Facebook page about a month ago, where you were part of an award ceremony for your organization, Operation Snatchback. And the name alone, like that got me. I was curious. Good, good. So, I am so excited to have you. Welcome, Ron.
1: Well, it's glad to be here. And uh, likewise, I share the same energy. I'm, I woke up this morning. I'm so ecstatic to be here. Uh, I live to do stuff like this. So, when I got the invite from you, I was like, let's get it. Let's do it. So, I'm, I'm ready. I'm pumped. Let's, let's get it in.
0: Well, I have to know, first of all, about the name. How did it all get started? Why the name? What do you do in Operation Snatchback?
1: So, Operation is a five hundred one C three nonprofit youth development organization that targets at risk, marginalized, and underserved youth. Uh, so, this whole thing was developed because of uh, kind of what I saw out in uh, just in in the, in the communities and just uh, the next generation of youth coming up, uh, all of the problems and issues that they were having. So, you know, I decided, you know, we need to do something here. So, I uh, sat down and I was thinking of a name. Uh, uh, and also uh, the the co-founder at the at that time, the other co-founder, uh, Miss uh, Miss Monica. She was we, we were brainstorming what name could we get that would be effective at what we're trying to do here. So first we picked the word operation because operation is a procedure.
0: And I liked that because it made me think immediately of a military kind of way about approach. Exactly. And they always have a whole game plan behind it and i'm sure you had a game plan mm-hmm. so so keep
1: going yeah so operation uh like you said it's very t- uh you know we had to use extreme we had to be very tactful
0: mm-hmm. you know so
1: uh so that was the operation and then we and then we looked at uh the eagle who uh you know who can like just snatch their prey you know they, they do it like a, a massive dive and be able to snatch it and it's an aggressive maneuver Mm -hmm. And we were just like, well, snatch snatch back because they need to be brought back. So we just said, okay, operation snatch back. And then we said, yeah, yeah, nay, nay. And then we just decided to go with that. So
0: how long ago did you start this?
1: Well, I started this back in 2015. uh, And we got our 501c3 status in 2017. And we've been running programs ever since uh, in 2017 until uh, to date. So uh, we do programming for South Cobb High School in Cobb County. Uh, uh osborne high school
0: mm-hmm.
1: also uh garrett middle school mm-hmm.
0: we, and i saw you were at pebble brook where my son graduated from yes
1: we have we done stuff over pebble brook. so cobb county is our as our headquarters uh, right. we also have uh, a training facility that we train out of in uh, Austell, that we train our own programs out of out of there as well uh we've done a lot of partnerships with cobb county police department Axe community task force uh, we partnered with the uh district attorney uh, of Cobb County, newly elected uh, Joyette Holmes. She comes and speaks at a lot of our events. And uh, so we're just uh, we're just excited to make an impact in the community of Cobb County.
0: So tell me about who your perfect person is, young person that you're trying to reach. Who would that be?
1: So that would be uh, a, a young man or woman that uh, are experiencing some kind of hardship, whether it be uh, just growing up in in, in poverty, uh, uh-huh. which is which is, in my opinion, instant trauma just in that self. Uh, or someone I agree. Who, someone who struggles with things in their environment, maybe uh, you know, d- drugs, violence, gangs, uh, just peer pressure, even uh-huh. uh, uh, broken homes, uh, single parent households, low self esteem, just those issues that affect the youth. Those are perfect candidates because we have a what I call a prescription for change uh, that we've developed to uh, administer to those those uh, selected youth.
0: So I'm curious about that. What does that mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, we've developed innovative innovative curriculums and strategies on how to infiltrate the mindset of today's youth, how to enter their minds, how to bring down walls, and how to uh, how to insert. special training that changes the trajectory of their lives. So we're very, we're very, uh, that's our sweet spot.
0: That's excellent. So when I was doing all of my research about your program, I was overwhelmed by all of the great things that you're doing, all of the life skills that you're teaching. But one of the things that hit me was there has to be a reason. Some person doesn't just come in and say, Hey, I wanna do this for the young people. There has to be a reason that you're doing this. So I suspect that you too are an overcomer.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh I was
0: right. I knew I was right.
1: <laughs> bingo, Melanie, bingo. Uh you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh yep. I am overcomer.
0: Okay, so Ron, spill it. How much uh, ever you're willing to spill.
1: <laughs> uh so you know, I grew up right outside Chicago, about ninety miles outside Chicago. Uh and I grew up in a very uh, poor family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mother was a single parent mom. My father wasn't around. We grew up in the ghetto, the bricks, the uh, projects, whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I walked out my door, uh, I saw criminal activity, mm-hmm. I saw gang bangers. Most of my partners were gang bangers. Uh, I saw uh, prostitution, uh, I just saw chaos. You know, and that became the norm for me. And it wasn't very long before I started to navigate towards those influences. Uh, at the age of 16, I started selling drugs. Age of 17, I became a full-blown drug addict. At 17, and over the next 27 years would be 27 years of darkness. I, I, I call them. I would have been arrested over 30 times. Wow. I would have been sent to uh, to the prison system on dro- drug charges. I uh, I would have ended up in living homeless in the woods and my house being a cardboard box. And when it rained, I put plastic over it and that was my house. Um, uh, I was the guy holding the sign at the corner. when you, when you, uh, when you go to downtown Atlanta and get off an exit and you're going to an event and you get off and you get to the light and there's a guy holding a sign and the sign might say, we'll work for food. That was, I held that sign and stood on a corner for a very long time. Wow. So those are the kind of challenges that I was faced with. But of course I, I don't live like that today. Uh, you know, the a changing point for me is uh, I got on my knees in my cardboard box, and uh, it was a one. It was a Monday morning. I never forget. It was raining, and and here's what happened when you get still. When I got still, and I got on my knees, I said, "God, I've been living like this so long. Mama didn't raise me like this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to fix this. Can you please help?" And and that was a changing point for me. Made my way to a treatment center. Started getting myself together. So that's a, a quick synopsis of uh, the challenges I've, I've faced and, how I, and what started me on a, new, on a new, uh, j- new journey.
0: That's an incredible story. Wow. So your turning point was you giving over your life to Jesus.
1: Well, I had already given it over. I just was disconnected. Uh, it, the turning point for me was just reconnecting, getting on my knees, and genuinely asking him, please help me, guide me, I'm ready. And uh, at that point, I made my way to a, a rehab center in Marietta called The Extension. And uh, mm-hmm. there, I stayed one year. I found a job. I got professional help. I got therapy. I got counseling. Uh, and I what I what I found out was that I had incredible gifts, talents, and abilities that the world was just waiting on. And if I didn't deliver those gifts, the world were the world were hurt behind that. And uh, and and that's 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 how the change kind of started in me. So you had a
0: ton of hardships. Some I, of them. Some of them were done to you, and some of them you did to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess what I'm, in my head, I'm spinning, because mm-hmm. there's so much information that you just downloaded. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, no. <laughs> I asked for it. So that's okay. Right. And I, like,
1: I gave it to you. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: But I guess, you know, all the hardships that you faced, you, you were in a defeated area for so many years. Mm-hmm. Life had defeated you. And, and you allowed it to in a certain way. Absolutely. So when you came to that, that crossroads, that turning point, hardships were no longer hardships. You found a way to make them something positive. Right.
1: Tell me about that. So the biggest thing, if I could tell you one of the uh, most important things I learned in terms of changing the trajectory of your life is to rewrite the story that we tell ourselves about hardships. Uh, what do you mean? So the, my story was, when I was faced with... A, given the fact that I started smoking crack at 17 and became addicted, given the fact that I've been arrested over 30, or 30 times, given the fact that I've been sent to the uh, prison system on drug charges, given the fact that I used to hard, hold a cardboard sign on the corner, given the fact that I had a, a couple of drug overdoses... All of those things, the way I view those hardships is, oh, my, why me? Woe is me. I'm never going to be able to get myself right. That's the way I viewed hardships. And because I viewed it that way, my life continued to go in that direction. Yes. When I learned the skill of changing the way we view hardships, and what I mean by that is if we change the way we view them, I now view hardships as an opportunity. Mm. And when I say that, it Hardships gives me an opportunity to dive into the gifts, talents, and abilities and access the power that God has gave me inside internally. Without hardships, we, there's no need to access that power. So, you know, definition of problem is that which can't be solved, right? So once I changed the way I looked at hardships, now I'm almost, I'm almost looking for hardships because I know it's an uh, a area in which creates growth. And so I'm excited when I'm, when I'm faced with a challenge, a barrier, a hardship, because I have to figure it out. Then I can access my God-given talents. That is incredible.
0: I, I love your thought process because it is important how we think about the things that happen to us. And that's why I have loved doing this overcomer ministry for the last seven years. Because all of the women that I've interviewed, and now you sitting here across from me, it validates the point of how important our mindset is. Absolutely. And so I'm sure, I'm guessing, I've not been to any of your programs, but I'm sure that you share your story and then what you just shared with me with all of those young
1: people. I do.
0: What do you see as far as their reactions and their actions after that?
1: So first of all, when I share my story, it gives me connectivity. Sure, it does. Right, so they connect right away with my story because you know they've had some hardships themselves. But it gives me connectivity and it brings down the wall almost instantly. So it's uh, to me, it's a great tool to use to be able to uh, to to gain uh, to be able to, to to gain access to their thoughts and to their you know to, to what they're thinking. So it does that. Number two, uh, they are willing to listen absorb, internalize and activate the information that I give them. So and then we see a we see the light bulb go on in them after weeks and weeks of coming back to our programs. We we see someone who we've never seen before. So it's it's a great it's 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 an ideal way to to teach and to uh to to train.
0: So when you go into these schools does the counselor or the teachers or the administrators are they selecting students or do you open it to anyone who's interested in coming?
1: So uh, right now they select students and they pull them from uh, from their from their regular scheduled classes into one uh, into one like media center and then we administer our training and our and our and our uh, you know all of our training and things like that. So they're selected students, uh, you know, and it, it's it's growing. Sometimes there's 50, 60 people. Or young people in the uh, in the room, so it, it's growing. Uh, you know, ideally, we want to be in Mercedes Benz uh, Stadium in, uh, <laughs> by next year, by 2021.
0: Well, I know Louis Giglio is our pastor, and maybe we can hook you up so he can give you some tidbits on that, some pointers about how to make that happen. Okay,
1: I'm all ears. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So, without giving names, can you give me a couple of stories that are success
1: stories? Okay. Uh, one of okay, one success story is a young man who uh, had severe uh, s- social awkwardness. One of the things that we teach is uh, soft skills, okay. uh, which has been lost, uh, in my opinion, due to technology, uh, especially with our young people. Yes. And he was so socially awkward. However, coming to our training, uh, he got the social uh, training that he needed, and we have now been able to 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 give him a lot of social knowledge and social training, uh, that that he, uh, he now has tra- traveled abroad. He's been to, uh, I believe it was Italy. Uh, he is uh, like one of the top students in his class in terms of academics. Mm. And he is no longer socially awkward. He has the unique ability to build relationships and rapport with other people. And one of the things that we... Uh, teach our young people is the number one skill you could ever possess in the world is the ability to build relationships and rapport with other people. It's, it's, it's a wonderful skill to have and a very valuable skill.
0: It is valuable. And you're right with technology. I think we've lost that, especially mm-hmm. in our young people. But even in our generation, mm-hmm. we, we've all bit the technology bug and we're just as guilty of texting rather than calling absolutely and relationships are not built on text alone absolutely or snapchat alone
1: absolutely so i love that Agreed.
0: any other stories that you could share
1: well i got one other story that a young man he was uh what they call born into gangs and what i mean by that is that his parents were gang members so if you can imagine a young kid who uh who has developed the mindset of a gang member at, you know, age of three, four, five, six, that's all he knows. And, wow. and, uh, but coming to our program, he began to take in the information to develop a different mindset and kind of rid himself of that contaminated mindset. Now he's doing good academically He's uh he's he has great behaviors, great mannerisms. It's just uh, it's just when the light bulb goes off for youth. My hair stands up on my you know on, on my in the back of my neck. It's it's like why I'm this is why I'm here on earth is to be able to guide a nation of youth uh, to success.
0: And and I know you're gonna do it because I can see the passion in your eyes and I can hear it in your voice and I I'm just as I'm hearing you. I'm thinking about you as a young person and how if you had had those Mm -hmm. people in your life and those tools taught to you, Mm -hmm. how that would be different. Now, not to undo, because you have learned that those hardships made you who you are, helped you develop your gifts and talents, and you uncovered things about yourself that you wouldn't have known except for the hardships. Mm -hmm. But as a teacher myself, I love the idea that you're hitting them young. Because if you can do that when they're young, then you're preventing them going down a wrong path. Mm
1: -hmm. You're absolutely right. And just to piggyback on that, Melanie, uh, I love what Frederick Douglass says. He says it's easier to build a strong child than it is to rebuild a broken man. It was hard to rebuild me. I'll be 50 on my next birthday, which is a week from today. I'll be 50. And it was hard to rebuild me. Had I been built as a youth, it would have been a lot easier to build me as a child, but it was very difficult to rebuild me. So that's the focus point. You're right. It's it's, it's all in prevention. That's where you're going to get uh, your gains is is, is pre- prevention as when they are youth. That's where you're going to get your major gains at.
0: Well, and I can see that you're doing that, and that is one of my most favorite quotes. So it was funny that you <laughs> mentioned that because I was thinking about that quote, and I couldn't formulate the exact words, and then you spoke it. So that that was beautiful. <laughs> So tell me a little bit about, besides the soft skills, what mm-hmm. other kinds of skills you're teaching them.
1: So uh, leadership is, I call that the big L. Uh, a lot of people just don't, not only youth but adults, don't go very far or advance in life because of lack of leadership. Mm. So leadership is very big. Soft skills is very big. We also do uh, image building. The sto- how we view ourselves is very important. Yes. Uh, when I started doing drugs, it was me. It's because it was because I didn't like who I was, so I was looking for a way to escape or be different, or, or maybe fit in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So had I liked myself or and loved who I was, drugs wouldn't have, wouldn't have been uh it it wouldn't have been a lure for me. Mm-hmm. You know. So we do image building, very important. The story that you tell yourselves, tell yourself about yourself. That's if, so we're looking to improve that. We do a whole segment on that. Also, character building. Wow! Right. So, what is good character? Uh, You know, we do character building training, and also my biggest thing is we do mindset training. Uh, And that's a whole. That's actually uh, destroying broken belief systems, Mm. uh, contaminated mindsets, and skewed philosophies. Yeah. Wow, you go deep. Well, yeah, because it also (laughs) (laughs) the reason. You know what people say always say. Man, there's so many bad kids out there, and, and they get to, the, you know, this, that, and that. And I always say I have never met one bad kid. I would agree with that. And the, re- and the reason I say that, thank you, the reason I say that is because I, I met kids that run on a bad program. That's what I met. And they just need reprogramming. Because if you think about it, who was born to this world bad, really? You know, no, I hadn't met one bad kid. I met a kid that's been programmed in the wrong way, and they need reprogramming. They Some make
0: bad choices. They're not a bad kid. Exactly.
1: And if you retrain them, which
0: is what your program is doing, mm-hmm. then there's a great likelihood
1: for them to make
0: better choices and to be snatched back out of poverty, homelessness, drugs—the the whole the whole, nine yards. the whole nine yards. Absolutely. Going back to something because it keeps in the back of my head. I keep thinking about what you said way early, where you had to get involved, and I love that because. You're not sitting on the sidelines moaning and groaning about those bad kids and mm-hmm. and somebody needs to do something. Mm-hmm. I, I admire that about you. Thank you. Because we need people to get out there and make a difference. And you can't just sit on the sidelines and say, I wish somebody would do it. If it's something that pricks your heart, right. then you need to get out there. And, and you may not be the one to make the huge difference, mm-hmm. but every single person involved to collectively – can make that difference, and that's what you're doing with your program. You started it, and you're trailblazing, and I love that. Thank you. And so I am just thrilled that you shared today what you shared, and Mm -hmm. I look forward to us becoming friends and partnering together. So we're going to end the show with you talking about your one takeaway.
1: Okay. Uh, My one takeaway, and I really want to, to, to hone in and to really internalize and you guys absorb this. It is uh, I'll go back to hardships. Hardships is the common denominator that everybody is going to experience. Yes. And when we and when we view those hardships as uh, negative, then uh, and we start to say, "Woe is me! Why me? I can't be! I can't get through this! This is just horrible!" When we when we use that kind of thought process and kind of language, our lives are going to go in that direction. Yes, they are. Uh, so your life your life will always move in the direction of your most dominant thoughts. And if, that, if you're thinking that way, that's the way your life is going to move. So if we change the way we view hardships, if we look at hardships as an opportunity yes. to dig into those gifts, talents, and abilities now to, in your creative side to get through those hardships, now we look at it as an opportunity. Now we're, our body language is different. The story that we're telling ourselves is different. Now we look at it different, and we look at it in a positive light in our, in our lives starts to advance in a positive manner. Mm. So you should, so remember this, my takeaway, you should seek out hardships, challenges, uh, 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 obstacles, barriers, seek them out. That is how you're going to grow. And that's how you're going to access your power inside. If you didn't have any hardships, then you don't need to access that power that you got. We need hardships. So don't, don't, don't fret. Don't be, don't be scared. It's okay. Embrace the hardships. Oh,
0: you're a little bold about that.
1: Absolutely. I love that. Absolutely.
0: So you're inviting hardships?
1: That's I'm, bold. Yes, because guess what? They're going to be there. But now instead of waiting and saying, oh, oh, I hope I don't know where are you at, where are you at? Let's do it. Right? Confront it. Let's do it. That is, you're going to have enormous growth when you confront your hardships and look at it as an opportunity to dig into your gifts
0: beautiful well said uh there are so many adjectives that are coming to mind as i think about what you're saying ron it has been incredible spending time with you this morning seeing the passion on your face hearing it in your voice and knowing that you are out there making a huge difference so thank you my friend
1: thank you for having me i'm i'm just marveled to be here uh thank you for an opportunity to be here
0: absolutely so friends when life zigs and zags and you know it will Consider hardships as opportunities instead of only thinking of them as the things that are holding you back. Join me again on February 21st for my interview with the Survivor Sisters. Until then, keep moving forward. Wow. That was a power pack. 25 minutes. I'm so excited about the work Ron and his team are doing. You heard him say Operation Snatchback is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which means they need our prayers and money to keep helping those young adults. So head over to snatchback.net and donate so you can partner with this amazing organization. Here's a neat piece of information. After we finished, I discovered Jeff kept recording our conversation. Ron and I just talked and talked, and I could have talked to him for days. All Ron's passion and energy kept going, and he shared even more great information. I didn't want y'all to miss it, so the link to it will be in my Instagram bio. My handle is Melanie Brown underscore Overcomer. You can also listen at MelanieBrown.com under the ZigZag in One tab. Friends, may I ask you to share this episode with your friends, your family, your coworkers? Let's spread the word about Operation Snatchback. Thanks for listening.